0: This is Buck's First Thoughts, the news you need to get through your day in 45 minutes. Make sure you subscribe on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Man, getting into the latest about Fauciism here on the show in just a moment. Freedom is under so much assault these days, and you really want to do what you can to show your solidarity with your fellow Americans who still believe in freedom, still believe in patriotism and the flag. And that means actually flying flags, he says. That's right, American flags, folks. We all should have one in our home somewhere, outside, inside. I've got one, you should too. But where are you gonna get a flag that's top quality? That's allegiance flags role, my friends. Allegiance flag supply started because American flags are flying all over the place, but they were getting tangled and mildewed and shredded after just a a few months. Well, we've searched high and low for the best possible flag and that's Allegiance Flag Supply. They're made in the USA, which is a bedrock foundational precept of their business. Okay, the American flag should be made here in the States, should be made with only the highest quality American source materials. It's much easier and cheaper to import, but a big part of what Allegiance Flag is all about is made in America, my friends. Sold here in America too. They've also saved seamstresses jobs. That's a big part of this. Seamstresses were a generational talent passed down from parents, from their grandparents, and many of them saw their jobs disappear in recent decades. Here in the States, that's because they had it outsourced to foreign countries. Well, guess what? Now you've got quality craftsmanship with allegiance flags done here in the States, creating jobs for seamstresses and making sure you're getting the best flag you can fly anywhere. Get one just in time for Memorial Day. You can do it right now. The offer code is Is Buck. That's 10% off your order at showallegiance.com. Go to this website, showallegiance.com. In time for Memorial Day, you can get a flag right now. Show your pride, your patriotism for this great country. Just use promo code Buck for 10% off your order and go to showallegiance.com. That website is showallegiance.com
0: give everyone a sense of what the country is going to look like next Mother's Day. Well, George, I hope that next Mother's Day we're going to see a a dramatic difference than what we're seeing right now. I believe that we will be about as close to back to normal as we can. And there's there's some conditions to that, George. We've got to make sure that we get the overwhelming proportion of the population vaccinated when that happens. The virus doesn't really have any place to go. There aren't a lot of vulnerable people around. And where there are not a lot of vulnerable people around, you're not going to see a surge. You're not going to see the kinds of numbers we see now.
1: Next Mother's Day? I mean, what is Dr. Fauci smoking? Because I I might have to try some of it. We might be at normal next Mother's Day? I, I told you all along... That this was going to be the way this goes. That just when you think you're starting to get freedom back, just when you think your life is going to be in your hands once again, and you don't have to constantly live under the thumb of the most neurotic and anxious among among us, right? You'd have Fauci come back out and tell you, you know, you know, maybe I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but over the course of the next. Six to 600 months, we could see a diminution of viral load passage based on the parabolic data that I'm seeing here. Of you know, basically, maybe at some point you'll not have to do all this crazy nonsense very far in the future, though. If almost everybody gets vaccinated, and I reserve the right to move the goalposts on that, too. You just have to say to yourself, "When is this too much? when When do people finally realize? Oh, it is happening, and now it's very clear to me. Having spent some time in Tennessee over the weekend, just to have a a, a weekend out of New York City, took the Snow Princess. We, you know, we just had a nice time, and I, I'm I'm heading down to Florida in a few weeks. Uh, same thing. I just I just want to get out and and be in in states where they're embracing freedom because you have this real disparity now. I mean, it's it's all around you. New York is still living in fear. And I know that they'll say, oh, but, you know, the the uh, capacity is going back up in a couple of weeks. Not really. They're going to have the six foot rule. I mean, they're leaving all these little bureaucratic, nonsensical, arbitrary things in place. And for those of you who live and God bless, because you're lucky. Those of you who live in Texas, those of you who live in Florida, those of you who live in States with governors that are not insane are already saying, Buck, what are you even talking? About? Why are you even talking about this, Buck? What's the big problem? Well, Because you got half the country basically being dragged through the Fauciite absurdity and the other half now is not. I, I'm, I'm like, don't leave us behind, guys. Don't don't let us get left on the battlefield here. But I know it's the people who live in the blue states. We're suffering the consequences of that. We're suffering the consequences of of, uh, putting so much power in the hands of bureaucrats and idiots. And this is why Fauci's saying next Mother's Day. That would be next May, folks. And he didn't even say we'll be normal. He said we'll be pretty close to in the approximate universe of something in the general vicinity of a number that we could call normal maybe. You know? No. No. 100% normal. There is no basis upon which to say that we will be anything other than unmasked, together, you know, at, at sporting events and concerts and bars, breathing on each other, spilling beer on each other by accident or on purpose, depends on who somebody's rooting for. There is no basis for that. But then there's the Fouch. And then there's the Biden administration. And they're not done using all this stuff. They haven't gotten everything they want. They have reordered the circuitry of society's brain here. We all just obey like a bunch of little hamsters that want to get a pellet or want to you know, get the little water feeder thing they have in hamster cages. We, we just do what we're told, no matter how stupid it is. I was on planes over the weekend... Obviously, we're going to fly out of state multiple times. And I'm just sitting here like they're talking to us all like we're toddlers. This is so dumb. They've really now taken it to heart. I've flown a few times in recent weeks where it's okay. We know you're going to unmask to drink or eat, but, you know, don't take too long. What? I just want to tell them to shut the you know what up. Don't take too long. A reasonable amount of time to eat or drink. The moment that, you know, you break the seal with your mask, you're breathing that virus out into the air. I mean, this whole thing is so dumb. And I understand it for those of you that live in in those uh, more sane states, you I, I, I need you to understand the federal government's not giving this up. And so even if you're not dealing with this day to day, we're, we're going to have this hangover of fauciite tyranny for years and and so every time you fly every time you go into a federal building every time you go into a big box store that's a national chain because of legal concerns you know people keep saying oh we'll do what small businesses want well the federal government sets the liability policies for example um when it comes to a federal chain and uh, what you couldn't be sued for. I mean, you know, they, they could have made it so we have far less uh, COVID. Get ready for all the COVID lawsuits that are, I mean, they're already happening, but you're going to see a lot more of that. The, the big box stores, the, the federal government property, anything that involves crossing state lines, anything that involves flying, they're, they're not letting this stuff go. And then there was the real piece de la resistance of Fauciite lunacy. The peace de la résistance, the Fauch would say, of well, maybe just get ready for like some masks forever. That's right, this is going to be a thing, and you may say, Buck, it's not my problem. I'm not going to wear one. You, it, unless we take this head on, they're going to have. There are going to be people who feel self righteous, telling you, um, excuse me, could you mask up because it's flu season. Yeah. Play two.
0: But is the mask going to be something we have with us in a seasonal aspect? You know, that's quite possible. I think people have gotten used to the fact that wearing masks clearly, if you look at the data, diminishes respiratory diseases. We've had practically a non-existent flu season this year merely because people were doing the kinds of public health things that were directed predominantly Against COVID-19, the Australians during their winter, same thing. They had almost no flu, largely due to the kinds of things, including mask wearing. So it is conceivable that as we go on a year or two or more from now, that during certain seasonal periods, when you have respiratory born viruses like the flu, people might actually elect to wear masks to diminish the likelihood that you'll spread these respiratory born diseases.
1: Oh, there's so much here. There's so much. First of all, if we had a real press corps, which we do not, if we had actual journalists, which which we do not, they would ask the question, well, why? You're saying we had basically zero flu. Flu is a virus. Why did we have zero flu? But the worst COVID numbers we've ever had simultaneously. And then people say, oh, because it's more contagious. Okay, it's thousands and thousands and thousands of times more contagious than the flu. That's interesting. Because you had enormous surge in COVID and very little in the flu. And the answers they're giving you for this are obviously insufficient. They're obviously not telling you the truth or they don't know the answer. But there's so much here. Uh, Mask up for why didn't we? People like me at the beginning of this a year ago were saying, and you know this, why did we never mask up for the flu? People die from flu every year. And, and they were saying, well, let's shut up. You're a flu, bro. This is different. We're not saying do it forever, just for two weeks, just for two weeks. Now it's, yeah, actually mask up forever, at least during the flu season. And you might say, well, Buck, that's only going to be, oh, no. Oh, no. They're going to try to. You've got a Democrat administration and a Democrat-controlled federal government. So guess what? They're going to try to find ways to make this policy in as many places as they can, the mask is the Biden-Harris MAGA hat of this administration, right? That that is absolutely what has happened here. This has become a political symbol for people. It is no longer for millions and millions of Americans about, especially as they're vaccinated, they've already had it. About protecting them, it is about look at what team I'm on. This, the mask, is now a symbol for millions of political tribalism.
2: You walked out to the podium with your mask on. Why do you choose to wear a mask so often when you're vaccinated and you're around other people who are vaccinated? Because I'm worried about you. No, it's a joke. It's a joke. Why, why am I wearing the mask? Because when we're inside, it's still good policy to wear the mask. That's why. When I'm outside and the problem is lots of times I walk away from this podium. You notice I forget to put my mask back on because I'm used to not wearing it outside.
1: Nope, it's not good policy. This is a fixation. Now, this is a neurosis. That's right. We are. We've heard what the, the first of all, the CDC is full of overly cautious bureaucrat dumbasses. Start with that. But even the CDC has said there is no reason for Joe Biden to be wearing a mask outside. But he's just that's good policy. You know, what if you come up to me and I'm going to, you know, I'm still going to wear a mask. No, no. mask. The mask is now an emotional security blanket for libs. Oh, I have to mask up. If you're vaccinated and you're still wearing a mask anywhere, anywhere, you're being absurd. Indoors or outdoors. That's the truth. It's absurd. Uh, now, a lot of you would say, buckle. What have you, what have you known about people? And there, there, there's a whole other argument that I don't even get into here, which is they have no proof whatsoever that the vaccine they do not know as a matter of medical data, they do not know that vaccinated people are less likely to get and transmit the disease than someone like me who has 100 percent proven on the record had covid. They do not know that they are making it up as they go along. They don't want to tell you that because they want control. They want you to do what they what they want. But there is no data set to, to th- that proves, I mean, they can interpret as much as they want. There's no data set that proves that. Do what you're told or else. This is what we're always up against. Do what, do what you're told or the federal government is going to come down on you or, or Facebook will come down on you. The gatekeepers of big tech will decide that they need to make an example of you. Mask forever. I saw this coming along. Why did I see this coming along? Why is this not surprising to me? Well, because I understand the nature of the left. I understand how they think. I understand how they approach things. And that's why the they've already set it up with a narrative that because we don't have full vaccination, it's now our fault again. You see? The the insufficiency of their policy is the fault of the people, just like it was on masking, just like it was on social distancing. Here's the vouch on how, you know, your most important thing of all is you got to get vaccinated. You got to be a guy that goes out there and gets a va- and gets va- and, and then even still wear a mask forever. Play three.
0: Well, the fact that we have vaccines right now, Chuck, is really a game changer. I mean, if we get, which we will, to the goals that the president has has established, namely if we get 70 percent of the people vaccinated by the 4th of July, namely one single dose and even more thereafter, you may see blips, but if we handle them well, it is unlikely that you'll see the kind of surge that we saw in the late fall and the early winter. That's the reason, Chuck, why we, we, we plead with people to get vaccinated, because the larger proportion of the population that's vaccinated, the less likelihood that in a season like the coming fall or winter, you're going to see a significant surge. There's no doubt about that. That's the reason why vaccinations are so important. That's the wild card that we have now Mm -hmm. that we didn't have last fall or last winter.
1: Uh, What about the talk of boosters Remember, the way that they've justified making people like me who have had many of you listening who have had COVID, the way that they have justified it, uh, making us get vaccinated, even though we've had the virus, is they say, well, your antibodies are only detectable for a few months. Right. There arguments on this are all crap, by the way. I mean, when you look at this, there's T cell immunity, there's antibodies. There's no such thing as perfect immunity ever from anything in society. But they're making this argument. Oh, well, there have been a few breakthrough cases. It's incredibly rare incredibly rare um, but they say well antibodies fade from natural immunity so you got to get the vaccine as well antibodies fade from the vaccine too you've already seen news stories about boosters you've already seen people start but they don't want to talk about it too much right now they just want they want to keep you on the hamster wheel whatever Fauci says whatever the Fauci consensus is it's just for your health it's just for your safety The whole world has turned into an airplane run by idiot tyrants where we're constantly being told, put your phone in airplane mode, make sure your seatbelt is on. Uh, The chance of you actually getting injured on an airplane because you don't have your seatbelt on is tiny. The chance of you interfering with the airline uh, airline communications because you forget which people do all the time to put your cell phone in airplane mode is infinitesimal. And yet, how many times do you hear? Please put your phone in airplane mode. Please put your seat back upright. Please put your seatbelt on. All the time, and we're all in this confined, highly controlled environment where we have to comply or else. Democrats want to turn America into a, you know, a, a Spirit Airlines flight from hell, where we're all constantly being harassed by power mad. Airline attendants who are just spewing this garbage. We all know, all right, just, you know, ease up, okay? The plane's not going to crash because of airplane mode. Oh, no, I have a laptop in my lap. Oh, huh? the plane, if it goes down, if the plane goes down, the laptop that I have in my lap is not going to make any difference to anybody. I got news. I got news for them.
2: Oh, no, what will we do?
1: But that's that's the The shaping of our mindset that the Democrats are going into. They want us all to obey whatever they say, no matter how stupid, no matter how absurd. They want us to just bend the knee and say, yes, sir, sir, yes, sir, whatever you want. They love this. This is the Democrat collectivist mindset encapsulated. This is now the America they want us all to be living in. Do what you're told. The experts know better Do what you're told. Don't ask questions. Don't ask for proof. Don't stand up for your rights. I mean, it's for for Democrats, Fauciism is is the the pathway to utopia. Just put some old grandfatherly guy on TV who, you know, is an expert. I'm just here for your safety. I'm just here for your health. And you do everything he says. And if you don't, you're a monster who wants people to die. Total control. Benevolent control. Stalinism is what the Biden administration offers you when it comes to COVID benevolent Stalinism. You must do this. You have no choice. Shut up or else you're a murderer if you don't comply. But it's all for your own good. It's all so that everybody's safe and every. don't pay attention to the fact that over 600,000 people died from COVID, even though we did all this crazy nonsense they told us we had to do. Don't pay attention to that.
0: Let's talk about the fact that the pace of vaccinations is slowing down. Um, Some of that is because of access, as you note, but some of it is because of vaccine skepticism. Uh, It's now at 2.1 million doses a day, down almost 40 percent from its peak last month. Who are the key groups of Americans you're focusing on targeting right now? Young Americans,
3: Republicans, rural Americans, and how are you targeting them? Well, it's sort of all of the above, Jake. I mean, what, what's happened is we've gotten to 58% faster than we expected. So we're entering a new phase where access is really important and building confidence is really important. So that's what we're focused on. And I'd say it's all of the above. We want everyone to get vaccinated. And we have enough supply for all adult Americans to get vaccinated. We just want to make it easier and easier for people to get vaccinated. And for those who do have questions about efficacy or about safety, the three vaccines, the three authorized vaccines are all very safe and very effective. So we want people to be able to turn to their, uh, to their trusted leader in their neighborhood, their doctor, their faith leader, to get information about the vaccines, to build vaccine confidence so all Americans get vaccinated.
1: Notice that fake tapper only named a few groups. Are, are, those, are those groups, you know, is that going to offend anybody in the CNN audience? The young first of all, the young people understandably have vaccine hesitancy because they are at an entirely acceptable risk themselves for this virus. So there's that. Right. I mean, they they feel like they're not worried about it. if you're 20 years old, your chance of dying from this is less than your chance of dying from the flu. And you say, oh, what about it? But it's for other people. Well, Other people can get vaccinated and that should be good enough. But fake tapper avoids talking about Minorities who are vaccine hesitant. I wonder why. Why, Jake? Why? Why wasn't there a you know, there's vaccine hesitancy among minorities, too, because Jake's a pandering Democrat lib fake news purveyor. And this is what he does. He, he pretends that he's just asking questions, but he's pandering to the CNN audience at home. You know, doesn't want to talk about the fact that there is vaccination hesitancy In communities of color, the way the media deals with it, you can see there's all kinds of news stories about it. But the way the media deals with it is, oh, well, that's an access issue. No, there's actually a lot of minorities out there that just like there are a lot of other non-minorities out there who are saying "Uh, they don't want to get it. That's just the truth. So but he won't doesn't want to say that. Oh, that's that's not allowed. Jake Taffer would never, never do such a thing. Uh, We all know they want everybody vaccinated. And but I'm the one that sits here and says there's a lesson that we should have learned during all of this and the lesson is giving into what they want does not mean you get your freedom back and this has been one of the enormous uh, one of the enormous blunders And stretching even back into the the Trump administration era on this, when Fauci was given way too much sway. I know people, I know, no one likes when I criticize anything about the Trump administration. Everything Trump did was perfect, some people tell me. No, guys, I'm sorry, okay? Fauci was a nightmare under Trump. A nightmare. Probably cost Trump the election. But, you know, they let him run all over the place and do what he did. And, uh, you know, I I think they should have they should have just pulled a bandit off and fired the guy. But there's a there's a fair point to be made that would somebody have been, you know, is is Rochelle Walensky any better than Fauci? No, no, probably worse. Actually, Fauci loves the spotlight and, and all the rest of it. But they the point I'm making here is that they don't give you back your freedom. They don't give you back your liberty in response to you making concessions. Not really. No, they wait till the numbers are where they say they need to be. And that's all that matters. Then, if they want to change, if they want to if they want to uh, go back on the deal, they will do that. It's for your safety, you see, It's for your safety. Uh, Biden's covid czar Jeffrey Zients here is telling people, oh, yeah, I know I know we're tired of mask wearing. Play 11.
0: You and I are both vaccinated and you and I are in a room together talking and I have no fear that I'm going to get the virus from you and I assume vice versa. And I think the concern is that by being overly cautious, the signal is going out to the public uh, that there isn't
3: necessary light at the end of the tunnel. Do you understand why people well, are I, cons- I think I think everyone is tired um, and wearing a mask is it can be a pain. Uh, but we're, we're, we're getting there. And the light at the end of the tunnel is brighter and brighter. Let's keep up our guard. Let's follow the CDC guidance and the CDC guidance across time will allow vaccinated people more and more privileges to take off that mask.
1: I really believe that if you look at the data on mask mandates, it has been entirely worthless, but they still they they'll never admit that. I mean, you'll you'll be talking about this in 50 years and there'll be people still say, you know, what's so interesting is that this same debate happened. uh, This same debate happened during the Spanish influenza pandemic. There were there were ultra maskers running around. Oh, you got a mask up. Masking will save us all. Didn't do a damn thing. And everyone realized that afterwards. But now we're told, oh, no. Now, because of the spray bottle test through a mask, you know, the spray bottle test that we run, we know that that's how we're going to stop the virus. Uh, It's it's insanity. Um, the, The problem that they're talking about here is that people who observe things understand that the CDC's risk parameters are completely absurd and unacceptable to normal, rational people, that they have not given us back our freedom and liberty at the speed that they should. And that we're all tired of the nonsense and the lies and the garbage. Uh, The fact that two vaccinated people would sit down and have masks on is idiocy. It's idiocy. Okay, it's absurd. And yet they act like it's not. You know, we, we could do a lot of things, as I've said all along, we could have a 10 mile an hour speed limit, a 20 mile an hour speed limit even. Ooh, look at how fast that is. And you would save tens of thousands of lives in America. Tens of thousands of lives saved from that one change. But we understand at some level that's just too oppressive. That's crazy. That's unreasonable that we run risks in society to function well as a society. You know, we could always insist on being, you know, 10 feet apart, 50 feet apart, although who knows what the real number is in order to prevent the transmission of all kinds of diseases. But that's crazy. We've lost something about our society. We've lost the ability to see what is reasonable and what is not. And I, I understand that for the people who are living in their day to day where this isn't as much of an issue. And I just I was just in Tennessee and Nash Nashvillians are still pretty mask conscious. But you get outside it. You get outside of downtown Nashville and you're like, oh, OK, people, here, people here have actually calmed down quite a bit. The same thing I've been seeing for a while in Florida. And You go to Miami, they're still they're mask maniacs in Miami. But in general, Florida is just more lax and chilled out about the whole thing. Um, when you see the, the numbers and that they're making sure that this doesn't really get out right now. When you see the numbers that we've been warning you about all along too, with how many businesses really have closed, how many people have gone bankrupt because of arbitrary COVID closures that did nothing, did nothing. These people were wrong. Fauci, the rest of them, they were wrong. They can keep on the science. They're morons. Um, but you also see the amount of cancer screenings that were missed. And people that are now going to have stage, stage three or stage four, you know, end stage cancer who might have been able to be saved. We're talking about thousands and thousands of people. And remember, they were saying, well, well, we're saving lives from covid. Really? Did this work? Did their policies work? Do you look at this now and you feel like that's the truth? Uh, And and this is so political, it's obvious why Biden's walk around saying it's your patriotic duty. It's also why there's this weird focus on individual vaccination status here's this dr reiner who's on cnn drilling down into tucker carlson on this. Play 12.
2: yeah so i think he's really a saboteur that that's what i think of, of tucker carlson every night he has a million questions about this vaccine somehow magically he has no one on his show that can answer these questions i'm willing to answer these questions and i have a question i have two questions for tucker carlson number one have you been vaccinated And number two, why won't you tell your audience whether you've been vaccinated? I'm tired. I'm tired of his really uh, his nonsense.
1: Why is it anyone's business whether Tucker Carlson's been vaccinated? Is the vaccination mandatory? If the government is going to take that position, why don't they just say that? No, now they're going to vaccine shame people. And yet, as I've told you, I would sit here and say, why should I be vaccinated at all? I've had covid. They say, oh, well, we think it'll give better protection. They think. They don't know. They haven't run any trial. They haven't proven that. The science says that I have immunity. How long does it last? I don't know. How long does vaccine immunity last? They don't know that either, do they? But they act like, just, just this one more thing. Just this one more thing. Just do this thing and then, then everything will be okay. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me a million times. I'm a Fauciite.
4: Well, look, COVID won't disappear. We're going to have to learn to live with it. But the risk is substantially reduced as a result of vaccination, as a result of immunity that people have acquired through prior infection. And so I think we're at the point in time when we can start lifting these ordinances in a wholesale fashion. And people have to take precautions based on their individual risk. They have to judge their own individual risk and decide whether or not they're going to avoid crowds or wear masks based on their circumstances. But we've always said from a public health standpoint that we would set as a metric, maybe when we get down to 10 cases per 100,000 people on a day, Basis. Well, half the country there right now. If you want to be more conservative and say five cases per 100,000 people, well, this week, by this week, probably about a quarter of states will be there. So we're at the point right now we could start lifting these ordinances and allowing people to resume normal activity. Certainly, outdoors, we shouldn't be putting limits on gatherings anymore. We should be encouraging people to go outside. And the states where prevalence is low, vaccination rates are high, and we have good testing in place, so we're identifying infections, I think we could start lifting these restrictions indoors as well on a broad basis. I think we. We need to start lifting these things as the situation improves also to demonstrate that we can do that and that we maintain our integrity and our ability to re-implement these things when we have to. The public has to trust that public health officials are going to lift these restrictions as quickly as they put them in place as the conditions improve. And that's probably partly what's holding back the economy right now. Yeah,
1: there's a lot going on here, folks. There's there's a lot of problems that this mentality creates. Dr. Scott Gottlieb, at, at least not sounding like a crazy person here. So isn't it fascinating? He goes on TV, this guy, the former FDA chairman or whatever, and he says it's time to end indoor mask mandates in some places. And everyone goes, hmm. Libs still don't want to do it, of course. Mask up forever. Biden says it's a patriotic duty. I'm going to mask up. Gonna... Oh, We've got three masks on. Our... The whole thing. It's so embarrassing. Should be so embarrassing to people. It's so stupid. Why not four masks? Why not eight? Why don't they take the virus seriously? I'm a quad masker. I go four masks. <laughs> so neuroses. People who go out in the woods by themselves with masks on for hikes have problems. And, and i I mean this. There's widespread and you can you know you can kind of laugh and say, Oh, Buck, I'm out here. I live in a place where people don't really worry about this as much. Yeah, but millions, millions and millions, tens of millions of your fellow Americans who vote who are you know, going to determine who the next president is and, you know, push, push for uh, policies in one direction or another. Uh, they are emotionally damaged by this whole thing. They've gotten used to accepting tyranny and stupidity in a level at a way where uh, I'm, I've been honestly somewhat shocked by it. I mean, I knew that there would be some of this, but it's gone way beyond my expectations. You know, I I've have friends who have been told by people outdoors 20 feet away, you know, where is your mask? How, really? Either that they're that people are that emotionally destabilized by this that they can't think this through at all. It's not walking walking outside with, a, you know, with, with the sun blasting on you that you have to worry about this virus. It's getting fat and weak And being kept indoors, not seeing loved ones, not working out, not getting exercise indoors. You know, you only have to be exposed once, one time indoors to get the virus. And then for some people, that can be all she wrote. You know, maybe locking us all inside and stifling our breath and increasing our 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 stress, which is which is immune suppressing. It's true. Stress is an immune suppressant. You know that. You hear, notice that they never talk about that. But, but making sure that you can't breathe normally, um, and and how that affects. I mean, I get. A, I'll tell you, I get agitated every time I'm forced to put that stupid. I want to start cursing when I talk about it, that stupid thing on my face. Every time I get on an airplane, I want to look around and people say, "Are you are you morons who want this happy?" I know there are a lot of people who agree with me, obviously, and you know, God bless them. But the people that are, oh, you know, where's your mask? Ugh. A lot of, lot of destruction done because people are, honestly, people are cowards who think that they'll live forever if they listen to the listen to the Fauci. You know, a lot of 25-year-olds and 30-year-olds who watch a lot of CNN who think, I'm doing my part. I'm a patriot because I wear a mask like Biden says. And, you know, I mean, they, they should be ashamed. But they think, what's amazing is they think they're the good guys. Here's this other doctor, Dr. Reiner on CNN about restaurants. A lot of restaurants in New York still closed, never coming back. Play 13.
2: What do you think, Dr. Reiner? Is the president being too cautious? Well, it's his job to be cautious. But I think the message from this administration needs to be clearer and cleaner for people who have been vaccinated. The data that we have accrued from now, you know, over uh, 100 million fully vaccinated people shows that the risk of serious illness is close to zero if you've been fully vaccinated. And I want the American public to understand that. That's the carrot that you get for going to get a shot. You're not only protecting your community, which is perhaps the most important role for getting vaccinated, but you're protecting yourself in a really, really uh, resounding way. And the CDC should be telling people that. The CDC should be telling people, if you are vaccinated, book a reservation at a restaurant, support your local restaurants, go out, take your mask off, have a drink. Because, uh, first of all, that's true. and. People need to understand that without without that kind of guidance, people think that this pandemic is endless.
1: And that's because it is. And that's because the people in charge, that is their mentality. They like the control. They like this. You think Fauci wants to go back to being some obscure bureaucrat who puts out PSAs about washing your hands during flu season that no one pays attention to? No, I don't think so, friends. I don't think so. This guy has like a, a messianic complex, our messiah complex. Uh, he's he's uh, saving, saving millions of lives with this, right? This is what they think. A lot of people that have had businesses destroyed, a lot of people whose lives have been ruined by this should be looking, looking at what's going on here and saying, oh, by the way, we, we need to push. I want to see uh, a, a lot of data crunching, the right, conservatives, just rational people. Need to pound this. I, I know some of you. Feel, oh, Buck, let's talk. What? I'm going to sit here and talk about Liz Cheney leadership struggles for two hours. Who cares? Liz Cheney's annoying. The old GOP is gone. She's going to be gone soon from leadership too. The, this is about our society. This is about our whole country. About the mentality of the American people overall. This really matters. How do we get back to a place of normalcy? as soon as possible and hold the people that took our rights away from us responsible for it. Oh man. You know what I made myself this morning? Some bacon, bacon from my friends at Moink. Moink is the best place to get your meats. All right. You're talking about grass fed, grass finished beef here, pastured pork and chicken, wild caught Alaskan salmon, really delicious, top quality stuff sent right to your door in a Moink box. And this is allowing independent farms to stay independent of big agriculture, and you're going to get the most delicious pork, chicken, beef. I made a ribeye recently for myself. It was so buttery and delicious. And I've made whole chicken, chicken breast, bacon. The pork is just, the stuff is going to melt in your mouth. You've got to get a Moink Box now. Go to moinkbox.com slash buck. And listeners to this show get free ground beef for a year. That's moinkbox, M-O-I-N-K, box, moinkbox.com slash buck. And listeners to this show, you'll get free ground beef for a year. moinkbox.com slash buck. Have all the best possible proteins, chicken, beef. Oh, my gosh, you're going to love it. Wild-caught salmon delivered right to your door. Keep it in your freezer. Have it whenever you need it. Best stuff you'll ever get. com slash buck.
5: I am excited for her next chapter. That's why I want to be as excited as every parent. I don't want to have to worry about her entering a world where she has to worry about how people would treat her because of the color of her skin. So I... I am excited, but I'd like to be more excited (laughs) to know that as she goes out and gets her first apartment and rides the subway somewhere that they don't make assumptions about her based on the color of her skin, that she's not at risk out there in the world as an adult because she's a black woman.
1: I'm so glad that Michelle Obama is raising this issue of the. Uh, the treatment that she is worried her daughter will face in America, because to any person who's actually being honest and and understands what's really going on in America today, the, the Obama daughters, who are now adults and who are public figures, so we can speak about them, the Obama daughters are going to continue to be treated almost like gods in America for the rest of their lives. They will be uh, invited to whatever parties, whatever, whatever social life they want. People will beg them to show up at, at their parties. They will be multi, multi millionaires many, many, many times. They will be fabulously wealthy. They will be incredibly influential. They will be almost worshipped by liberals in America without ever actually having to do anything, anything. Just because of who they are. But Michelle Obama wants you to know that she's worried about the racism they'll face when getting an apartment. Really? Hmm. Uh, I, I give full credit to my friend uh, Jesse Kelly. Great tweet. Went viral over the weekend uh, when he said he dreams of a world in which the Obamas can be... Or dreams of an America in which the Obamas you know, can be successful. Barack Obama has multiple you know, mansions. I mean, he's got a $15 million house in Martha's Vineyard. He's still largely running the White House on key decisions. Just all he has to do is call Joe Biden. Biden will do whatever Obama tells him. We all know it. Uh, The Obamas occupy a place in society where they are beloved by, by really more than half the country, beloved, elevated, uh, treated like they are just, the, the greatest thing to happen in American politics in living memory. Let's keep so let pick it up there. Ready?
2: Yep. It really is amazing
1: uh, when you think about where we are now as a society, where we're somebody who I mean, M- Michelle Obama, Barack Obama. Uh, these are individuals who are, are among the most powerful, lucky, wealthy influential human beings on Earth. I mean, they're probably in like the top 10 on the planet. And, you know, Michelle Obama's worried about her her daughter being able to rent an apartment. Really? Michelle Obama's daughter is going to be living in a $10 million mansion in Bel Air or in Malibu or in, you know, New York City. I assure you the moment that she wants to. And and y- y- you, listening to this, will probably never live in a house like that. I will never live in a house like that. But Michelle Obama's children will live wherever they want to. And, that, and that's fine. Barack Obama's made a lot of money. And, you know, this is why I'm a capitalist. I believe that. People, but can we not deal with the whining? I, I'm just I want to. Can we not hear about how it's, you know it's going to be so hard for them? Really? Oh, you're right. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be racist to the Obama uh, to the Obama children, now adults in front of the Secret Service details that they have escorting them around for the rest of their life. I'm sure they're really going to you know deal with the the sting of racism in that context. Come on, folks. Come on. I mean, enough is enough. But you see, even no matter how, when you're when you're a leftist who has risen through the, Dem- to the very top of the Democrat Party, and identity politics has always been such a part of one's individual narrative. Victimology goes hand in hand with that. And, and, and you will never drop that. Why? It's power. It's power. Not only are you rich and famous and influential, but anyone who criticizes you as racist. Well, that's amazing. I mean, you get, to, you get to have all the trappings of power, all the actual influence and upside of our society but you you have a a built in protection against anyone criticizing you, saying it. Just say, oh, my gosh, they're being racist. Look, look at all the challenges we deal with. They, they've they said mean things. I want to be ultra rich and wealthy and influential in America. and And have a built in defense against any criticism that will silence most people. I'm sorry, I just I couldn't there's something that's just too much i mean does michelle obama really think that her daughter's gonna have a hard time renting an apartment does she really does she really believe that really the daughter of the president i mean i think they both go to harvard both the daughters you know i i mean did they even have to submit transcripts i i don't know probably as a pro forma thing but i'm pretty sure the obama children could get into absolutely any school they want anywhere in the country we all know that does anyone want to, does anyone want to take the other side of that argument? Oh, no. No, it's very hard for the Obama children to get into the most elite university they want because of what a racist society we live in. Does anyone want to take that side of the argument? They'll look really stupid. We all know that. Ah, uh, no, but we all we all have to play this game still where we act like, you know, Michelle Obama's worried about her children being able to rent an apartment where, you know, where you have... LeBron James saying that he, that, that, that black people are being hunted every time they leave their homes by the police, a horrifying thing to say where Don Lemon tells everybody that he's worried. This was some years ago that he calls his mom and he gets home because he's so worried about the police killing him where Nancy Pelosi and, and Chuck Schumer, uh, Pretend that they care so much about these these concerns that are held by very prominent minorities and that they somehow have a connection to this. That's not just about their own pursuit of power. Yeah, this is the society that we live in now where we have to just hear these things and say, yeah, that's reasonable. Sure. Oh, and in case you're wondering, Michelle Obama also wants uh, wants you to uh, get the vaccine. Play five.
5: It does seem like we're coming out of the COVID valley. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, we're, it was a long, dark tunnel. Yeah. I think we're still sort of in the tunnel, but mm-hmm. I do sort of see light back there. Yeah. Well, it'd what be better light if people would get vaccinated. Yeah. There's still so many people that e- are either yeah. scared or just think, yeah. no, I'm not doing it. All I can say is that I... I have tried to live a life where I don't lie to people, <laughs> and the science behind a vaccine is the same science that's behind aspirin and insulin. What are the COVID rules for visiting the Obamas? Uh, now it's be vaccinated. Be vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, That—that's you want. You want to hang out with us? Get your vaccine. Get get all of it. Finish it up, and then we can talk. So I urge everybody out there, uh, within the sound of our voices, please, please get the vaccine vaccine. vaccine. Um, It's time.
1: Michelle Obama knows nothing about science or medicine, but that won't be in in any professional or she was a hospital administrator. If you are wondering who was making, I think, three hundred thousand dollars a year while her husband was a senator from Illinois, three hundred thousand dollars a year at a public hospital to be a, a diversity educator or to be a coordinator for diversity. So, yeah, she's worked at a hospital. She knows nothing about medicine in a professional capacity. But I'm sure you're not allowed to actually point out that it's only the people that have criticisms of the Fauci consensus who have to be MDs. Everybody else who's out there who, who is just saying whatever they're supposed to uh, about the Fauci consensus, they, uh, they, they, their medical degree is, is not up for debate or discussion. Um, But also I thought it was very strange when she said that the vaccine is the same science. No, 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 no. This, this vaccine is not, it's not the same science. I, I understand what she was roughly getting at here, but, Uh, This is these are vaccines that are relying on technology that is new, that is uh, has not been around for a long time at all. Obviously, Uh, this is not using a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug. This is a whole other level. Um, But don't ask any questions, folks. Just shut up and do what you're told. That's the America we live in now. When Michelle Obama speaks, you listen and do as you're told. When Dr. Fauci speaks, you listen and do as you're told. And if you won't, if you if there's any part of you that has an issue with that, you're a bad person who wants old people to die and doesn't want America to go back to normal. That's where we are. That's this Democrat administration. Oh, but they're uniters. The Biden team, they're they're uniters, aren't they? Sure, they are.